John. Fuck John. I just spent an hour listening to your podcast. Whoop de doo. That's an hour I'm never gonna get again. Gonna get back again. What the fuck is that? Hello. It's the I Can Complain podcast. My name is John. You're hanging out in the trash with me for a half hour here, whether you like it or not. I guess you could stop listening now. (laughs) There's been a lot of activity this past week. Who's in jail? Who's out of jail? Who's been signed and traded? I don't know. It's hard to keep track of. Who's being sued? And who's releasing, R. Kelly, a bootleg tape from jail? Just in case you need a little R&B fix around the holiday season, R. Kelly's got you. We'll get into all of that, but I want to start with this. Something happened to me this past week, guys. Something that terrified me. I was in an all-you-can-eat situation. Not a buffet situation. I was in an all-you-can-eat situation, which is a whole other ballgame. I was in a situation where they just keep bringing you plates of food until you... Until you have a pile of plates around you. I was going to say until you reject the food, but there is no rejecting it. Because somebody hands it to you and you just take it. You take it whether you like it or not. Even if if you've already eaten to the point to where you're about to explode, you take it. That's what I learned. And I learned that we don't handle situations very well when there are no rules. And there are no rules at a buffet. And no limits. No limits and no rules. It was a lawless place on Saturday night. That's where I was. An all-you-can-eat situation... Not a buffet situation. A buffet situation, you get up and you walk around a little bit. You know, you explore. You find out where the dessert area is. You find out where they're doing the steaks. Maybe you pop by the rotisserie chicken area for a few minutes and you take a look around. You look at the mashed potatoes and you decide whether you really need those or not. Whether you're play, you know, you're like, maybe I should get a few vegetables. And then you just pound more potatoes on your plate because you're a fat ass. All right. That's a buffet situation. That's not what I was in. I was in an all-you-can-eat situation. I was in an all-you-can-eat situation where you have no choice but to just keep receiving plates of food. It was a little hibachi and some shrimp. We were getting the hibachi. We were sitting there. They were cooking us the hibachi. Somebody ordered sushi. Somebody else ordered sushi. Nobody knows what anybody else is ordering. We're not paying for it. It's on somebody else's tab. And before you know it, there's plates of sushi going around our table. There's more plates than people sitting at the table. There's like seven of us or something at that particular hibachi table. And at one point I look around and there's eight plates of sushi. I'm holding two plates of sushi. And Brett that was also there is holding one plate and trying to pass it to me. And it's in that moment that I realized that an all-you-can-eat situation is a very dangerous thing. Because I looked to my left and I saw some women, women that I liked. One woman made me laugh, actually. I found them to be nice women, very humorous. But I looked to my left and it wasn't people that I saw. It was wild animals. Wild animals consuming dead flesh. That's what I saw when I looked to my left. Because these women were going in. They were going in on the hibachi and the sushi like you you wouldn't believe. They were eating. They were. I just saw one woman just pick up a giant raw shrimp, a prawn. A giant prawn with the head on and just and she just put it in her mouth and 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 took a bite out of it like it was a giant tomahawk steak or some shit. She looked like a wild animal. And again, I liked her. But I was just reminded that when there's no limits and no rules and you're not paying for something, it's, it, it gets extreme. It gets pretty extreme. To the point to where we're already eating like unlimited sushi and Brett looks at me when the lobsters hit the grill. And bear in mind, we've already had ordered steak and shrimp. 
The lobsters hit the grill. And Brett says, well, we, we really should have ordered some lobsters. I'm like, fuck, woman, how much do you really want to consume tonight? Maybe we should just get a vat of butter and dip it in that, too. It's not a healthy meal. The uh, chef asked us at one point, though, he was like, how many people here want mushrooms? And we all put our hands up because, we, you know, you, we want some mushrooms. I want some mushrooms on the side with my rice and my shrimp and steak and unlimited sushi. And we should have ordered lobster. But I want some mushrooms. And you could tell the chef had a moment because he he just had a moment where he, he said out loud something along the lines of, Every time I bring out a lot of mushrooms, nobody wants mushrooms. And every time I don't bring out a lot of mushrooms, everybody wants mushrooms. He had a crisis moment. You could tell this man possibly was on the verge of a mental breakdown, and that might have pushed him over the edge right there at the bocce table. But he went in the back and he went in the back and came out with a small bowl of mushrooms, guys, to to, to add to the pile that he had already brought out. He just needed like eight to ten more mushrooms so he could give us all a proper amount of mushrooms. We're already eating unlimited amounts of sushi and everything else. And we still, everyone at the table still stressed that we needed mushrooms. Not only mushrooms, we needed a proper amount of mushrooms. How fat ass is that? That's bad. That's sad. Of of the sins of like the um what are the the seven deadly sins or I don't know what they're fuck they're called but there's one like gluttony and then there's several others everyone was being broken at this table that's the point it looked like the last meal before you get executed <laughs> it looked like they were about to lead us into the gas chambers when we were done eating it. <laughs> Sir, the electric chair is warm. Are you are you done with your food yet? No, 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 no. I'm still getting a lobster. Hold on a few minutes. Basically, that's what it looked like. It scared me. But I was participating in it. And I didn't stop. Even though I was frightened halfway through, I went I went forward. I said, give me some sea, some ski, sea scallops. Give me some fucking, you know, uni, some fatty tuna, some salmon. Bring it all here, put it on my plate, and I'll eat it because I'm a fat ass and I don't care, okay? And that's what everybody at that table resigned themselves to. I think I was one of the few... That, I don't think those women were realizing it in the moment, Completely, to be completely honest with you guys, though. Or they just didn't care. They didn't care anymore. They were there to enjoy themselves, to go all out. They were going all out, and they didn't give a shit. They really didn't give a shit. Some people treat life like a performance. You know, you go out... And the hair's always brushed. You're always on your A-game. Other people, they hear there's three more plates of sushi on the way. And they unhinge their jaw and immediately begin to stuff anything inside down it. Not even chewing it. Swallowing it whole. That's what some people do. I actually respect those people a lot. Because those are people that are just there to have a good time. All they want to do is hang out in America and overeat. Somebody that's hanging out in America again is Brittany Griner. We did a little one-for-one swap with Russia. Trading Victor Boot, an arms dealer. We've talked about him before here on the show. A little more newsy than we usually get, but when Brittany Griner was first detained, I read a news story, and I think it's important for us to go back and actually reread this now because it hits a little different now that it's a one-for-one swap. The headline was, Moscow offered to swap Victor Boot for up to 15 uh, 15 U.S. citizens imprisoned in Russia, according to his wife. This was posted September of 2019. 
It says, according to Boots' spouse, the U.S. government refused the offer, stating those citizens, quote, are of little interest to them. So that's what we read last time. And the quote is directly, they offered 14 or 15 people to be swapped, his wife said. The Russian government has made attempts to conduct an exchange. They offered 14 or 15 people. And she said that the U.S. government, quote, said he will, quote, serve his sentence as a warning to others. So that's where we were in 2019. What changed? The only thing that really changed, Brittany Griner. That's what changed. We had a basketball player in prison, very famous basketball player. I would think that she's also quite famous in Russia because she. the only reason that she was in Russia playing was because they pay substantially more to female basketball players than we do here in the U.S. She makes in one month there, well, I don't know about her specifically, but a lot of players make in one month there what they do in an entire season in the WNBA here in the United States. So they go there to chase money because Russia pays female basketball players really well. So you would think that she would be like important to like their economy too, but like this is a woman that directly contributes to our economy. That's the bottom line. We need her back and we need her on the court again. We need her. The first thing she did when she came back was uh, she, uh, not the first thing. She's obviously like still being like uh, debriefed and medical test and everything. But her, I believe it was her attorney said that she just dunked a basketball, like as a statement. She made a statement. She dunked a basketball and she said, I'm back. I'm back and I'm just hanging out in America again. Victor Booth, though, man, I don't know. He's, I was, I was obviously on the guy's side completely until, uh, Earlier today when I found out that uh, this guy's complaining. Can you believe that? He's complaining about being detained in America. What didn't he like? He didn't like the food. He didn't like the food at all. Jill uh, Jill Dirty, an uh, adjunct professor at Georgetown University, is going to fill us in a little bit more on what he didn't like about the food. He's, of course, said that he had a portrait of Vladimir Putin in his jail cell. Okay, well, it's, uh, wait, 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 hold on just a second. We talked about what Elon Musk, after we found his George Washington picture bedside in that photo, I asked what your bedside president was. And a lot of you guys looked at me like I was crazy. But this man, he's so patriotic that he keeps a picture of his president bedside when he sleeps in jail. But he also was very critical of the prison said it was Nazi-inspired, and he criticized the food. Basically, he said he had hamburgers and overdone potatoes and chicken for the entire time that he was in the United States. He also talked about how the food in when he was imprisoned in Thailand was much better, and you can order whatever you want. The New York Times reported 2011, I believe it was, that he was actually a vegetarian, so obviously he's not going to like some of the food that we serve him. But... I don't know if I'm on his side anymore. I was on <laughs> I was on his side there for a while, but I don't know if I am anymore. He's going to complain. Like, the food in Russia is so much better. Get the fuck out of here. If you're in prison in Russia, the food's not any better than that either. Get the fuck out of here. But it was a one-for-one one swap old school. That's what that is. That's old school. In hockey, you know what they call that? They call that a hockey trade. That's a trade... That's a one-for-one one player swap that makes both teams better. Sometimes a little change of scenery helps for helps people. Maybe they'll both flourish back in their home countries. She's going to go off on the basketball court, and Vladimir, and not Vladimir Putin, Victor Boot 
is going to go back to traveling the globe under different names that he assumes. He had five at one point. He's going to go back to traveling the globe selling arms and planes and shit or whatever the fuck he was doing before. Also, this guy, before, I, I was going to stop there, but I want to say this guy's a fucking pussy because he said he'd fight in the war against Ukraine if he had the right skills and the right, like, and was in the right health or some shit. You bitch, get out on the battlefield. What the fuck are you doing? Talking about not wanting to fight the Ukrainians if you didn't don't have the right skills. You've been in jail for 10 years. Guess what you can do in jail? I know he's in solitary sometimes, but you can work out in jail. He should have came in. He, and he said he doesn't like the food. This bitch got fatter as the years went on. He went, He's getting fatter and fatter. Bitch, you didn't like the food. My ass. You were eating those chicken legs like they were going out of style. I'm allegedly, I don't have any sources that inside the prison that told me that or anything, but I'm just saying this guy's talking about how he can't fight the Ukrainians because he doesn't have the right skills. What skill? I mean, honestly, do the Russian soldiers have like crazy skills? No, they're like fucking getting citizens to go and fight with like no training and like weapons that are out of date. If you don't have the right skills, bitch, you got skills. Get on the battlefield. Get on the goddamn battlefield and kill a few Ukrainians, and then maybe I'll get back on your side. But for now, you're just whining like a little bitch. Going back home and whining like a little bitch. You don't see Brittany Griner doing that. Brittany Griner's like, I'm thankful to be home. I'm going to work to get back on the basketball court. She didn't say that. But I'm going to work to get back on the basketball court so that I can contribute to the economy again. Because that's why they brought me back here for good press, and to contribute to the American economy. We we got to keep these wheels turning. These cogs need to be greased properly, and we need to have the WNBA back where it belongs on ESPN2 at 1130 at night when the Las Vegas Aces are playing, and you've got some money on it. So for once, you're interested in the WNBA. If it was, Sports gambling has probably helped the WNBA more than, well, maybe not more, but it's helped them. It's helped them. It's probably helped them a lot because you can place a few wagers on some ladies and you can have a whole lot of fun. Trust me, I've done it. I've done it more than a few times. <laughs> Who's in jail? Who's out of jail? It's hard to keep track. Brittany Griner's out. Victor Boot, thank God he's out. Somebody that is still in is R. Kelly. Somebody that's still out, thank God, is Bill Cosby. But guess who's being sued? Bill Cosby's being sued. Would you guys do me a favor for the love of Christ and leave Cosby alone? Read my lips. R- leave Cosby alone. Leave him alone. What has he done to you? Sure. Oh, 60 women or whatever the number is. I don't even remember the number anymore. 60 women alleged him of sex- sexual improprieties. Some would label them as rapes. That's what these 60 women said. But back in the early days of this show, I told you guys, are we really going to believe 60 women over one who one person who was once an A-list celebrity that contributes to the movie industry, that contributes to the television, comedic, and movie industry like few others have? And that's Bill Cosby. I don't know if he was in any movies or not. I take that back. But he was on Picture Page. He did Fat Albert. And this man played a doctor on TV, goddammit. He played a doctor on TV. And now we're just treating him, we're treating him like a piece of trash or some shit. It says here, Bill Cosby sued for sexual assault by multiple Cosby show actors. I fell off my chair. I said, they're after him again. This man beats, he beat the rap and got out 
And now they want to just drag him back to jail. They want to drag him back to jail so they can feed him overcooked potatoes and bad chicken, just like Victor Boot complained about. But no, he's not going back. Bill Cosby's stronger than that. <laughs> Bill Cosby is a strong-ass man who's actually per- who actually looks pretty damn frail, or did look pretty damn frail at times. Some people said they were only, he was only doing that to get out of jail. I never believed that. I believe there was a strong man inside that was trying to conserve energy for future projects as soon as he got released. I don't know. He's out, though. Bill Cosby's out. He's being sued. Just leave Cosby alone. I don't know what I didn't even I didn't even really read the story in detail. <sighs> it says warning. The following article contains mentions of sexual assault and abuse. God damn Cosby. I'm trying to support you, my man. What's what's it say now? What's it say now? Enormous power in such nefarious, horrific ways more than once, it states over the course of several decades. Oh god, we're dragging it back to the I thought maybe he did this three weeks ago. To one of the actors or actresses. Nope, we're going back. It says, over the course of several decades, Bill Cosby engaged in serial sexual assault of dozens of women's women for sexual gratification while co-defendants enabled and oh god, it doesn't get into details, does it? I don't see any details here. Maybe they are. There is an important stuff. I don't know what he did. I don't know what he did. Oh, the number is 60, by the way. 60 women stepped forward in recent years claiming the eight, now 85-year-old comedian had drugged and assaulted them. Cosby previously received a 10-year prison sentence for the rape of Temple University employee, though his conviction was overturned by the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. Innocent! The man has been cleared of all charges and deemed innocent in the I Can't Complain Court of Law. Fuck me. Somebody who's still behind bars, though. They won't let him out. He's he's in there. He's releasing bootleg albums. That's R. Kelly, guys. R. Kelly is in jail. Bootleg album, I admit it, released and quickly removed. I don't know what quickly is, but I imagine about 20 minutes. Somebody logged on, saw there was a new R. Kelly album. Started listening, and for about 20 minutes, everything was right with the world. There was somebody out there, maybe on the verge of suicide, brandishing a weapon. Suddenly, they log on to Spotify or Apple, wherever the fuck this was, and they were like, wow, they they see the album dropped, and they were like, wow, they must have really let R. Kelly out. I didn't know he was out, but there's an album here. Thank Christ they let R. Kelly out. That's what they said to themselves. Because they're like, wow, I was going to end it all. And then they started playing the new album. They were vibing to it. They were 20 minutes in. Everything was right with the world. And suddenly there was an air. They refreshed the page. And the album was no longer there. And they they proceeded to blow the brains out of the back of their fucking head. A Sony rep says that the uh, bootleg is not an official release, by the way. Although 4.37 million, that's the number of monthly listeners... R. Kelly has on Spotify alone, according to the platform. So R. Kelly, people are still listening to him, but he ain't getting out. We've discussed him here. Those were Rico charges. Those, those, that's they got him on racketeering. They got him on stuff that he's not getting out. He's not getting out from behind bars. Cosby beat the rap. R. Kelly, he ain't beating this one. He's not. He better start releasing some bootlegs in jail, or he's never going to be relevant again. His rep needs to say, yep, that's an official release. That's official. We like that if because that will make money. Let's take a short break and uh, we'll have a word from our sponsor here, Pure Russian Rainwater. Friends, it's John here for Pure Russian Rainwater. Ah, yes. 
Pure Russian rainwater. I love pure Russian rainwater. It's been a staple of my home for nine months now, and every can is more delicious than the last. I have a story to tell you guys today. Brittany Griner came home, kissed her wife, had a McDonald's hamburger, and said, send me back in. That's right. I'd rather do hard time with pure Russian rainwater than live life without it. When Brittany was informed she didn't have to go back to prison to enjoy pure Russian rainwater, and she could enjoy it from the comfort of her own home here in America, she said, I got a hot tip. A couple of cases are getting delivered to the prison today, and I'm not going to miss out on that. That's what Brittany Griner said. Now, here's Jessica from Pure Russian Rainwater to make another special announcement. Jessica, how are we doing? I'm pretty good. What's the special announcement you have? I'd like to take this time to make a special announcement that Pure Russian Rainwater is now available nationwide at every American prison. Every American prison is now stocking Pure Russian Rainwater so that rightfully imprisoned people like Victor Boot can enjoy get the fuck out of here they can enjoy pure russian rainwater hell of a sponsorship i got here guys hell of a sponsorship where we're supporting terror we're not supporting terrorists we're supporting good russian good russian citizens like victor boot may god bless victor boot and his family this is john for pure russian rainwater pick up a case today any place you buy water or just go to jail, and evidently there'll be some pure Russian rainwater waiting for you there. Thanks for listening, guys. New episodes every Tuesday. Next Tuesday, we'll do our holiday episode. The following Tuesday, we'll do the best of 2022. Good opportunity to catch up with what's gone on in the show in the last year. Brittany Griner's back just hanging out in America. Thank God for that. Just do me a favor. Leave Cosby alone. Bye. Bye. The next Tucker fucking Carlson or Rush Limbaugh, I think you could. I have a note here saying you can lead a horse to a basketball, but you can't make him dunk. I don't I think even you know could. what that means. I have no idea what that means. Overflow material. Why did the TV tray go away? Did we evolve to gain a skill where we could eat off of our laps holding a plate? What's up with that? What's up with the TV tray? <laughs> I wish I would have done that on the show today. Hey, what's up with the TV tray? Why aren't the TV trays around anymore? What's up with that? Hanging out in America. <laughs> Wild experience. buffet you're burning off eight calories every time your fat ass has to get up to get another plate but when it's all you can eat table service you just keep your arms away from other people's plates you just keep your hands away from their plates if if your hands accidentally end up on their plates it's all bets off you might end up losing a thumb so be smart be smart 
this holiday season. Do you love me? Do I love you? We just met a couple of minutes ago. For all I know, you might be a pot-smoking, jaded, wild-eyed, radical dropout. I'll see you guys next Tuesday. I am Tuesday. a pot-smoking, jaded, wild-eyed, radical dropout. Bye. I love you. I love you.